Okay. And we never normally debate how to begin it. We just begin. Yeah. Well, you were telling me about the robot. Yeah. Shall we start with that? What we'll talk yeah. about it? So it's, it's, I think it's the Omnibot 3000. Actually, no, I don't think it's, sorry, I think it's just the Omnibot. The Omnibot 3000 yeah. is the later one, which has more kind of, um, like, uh, what you call like articulating arms or something like that. But yeah, so this one has a tape player and an alarm clock. And I think its eyes can light up in some way. What, just a normal had, tape player? Yeah. <gasps> That's so you cool. As well. you can How much did you pay for it? So- well, this this is the thing. I'll tell you that in a minute. So okay. it was um. So I'd, I'd always lusted after having one of these. I just thought they were so cool. Mm. And um, I had gone to Deptford for um. I think it was yeah. It was for this uh this course in paper marbling. You know, where you put that sort of ink and paint on paper. Oh yeah. And uh, afterwards, Deptford has this quite good sort of rummagey second-hand market. Ah, oh, cool. And I want to go walking- there. Yeah, and I was walking through there and just sort of like seeing all these things and I, it kind of almost in the back of my mind, it was kind of like, you know, it's, it's kind of like always there, kind of like, oh, maybe there'll be, you know, Omnibot. And there there, there was one. And I was just what? like, oh, my God. And there was actually two. There was the Omnibot and the Omnibot 3000, the later yeah. version, but that was not the one I wanted. No. And, uh, the one so from your of, childhood, my childhood. Yeah. So I, I sneaked a quick look into my wallet as to how much cash I had, sort of thinking, you know, what kind of offer will I make? Yeah. And because um, they were kind of packing up, it was the end of the day. And so I said, how much for the robots? And he was like, and he said it in such a kind of grunty, muffled way. I wasn't even quite <laughs> sure what he said at first, but he said eight pounds, eight pounds. What? Two for 15. <gasps> and uh, no. both for 15. So I, I just got the one for eight pounds. Why didn't you get the bag? 15 pounds, that's a fucking bargain. Oh my God. I'm just looking online, people selling them for far clothes, like a hundred pounds. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about the profit <gasps> motive of it. Well, because it would have become a bit of well. Also, the other thing was I was going to this student. It's like reunion with some of my my friend, student friends from uni, and it was already going to be. I mean, it's acceptably kind of a bit eccentric and weird to show up with one <laughs> robot under your arm, <laughs> but to show up with a robot in both arms is <laughs> is just a bit much. That's brilliant. You're going to a uni. They're like, yeah, this is Jules. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a robot of course he has <laughs> and i just and, and it just also seemed a bit greedy so I was, it was funny because i was then sat on this park bench with the robot sat next to me looking like some sort of slight wes anderson character eating my lunch <laughs> and this this man came up and was just like oh cool robot and i was like yeah they still have so i said that you know they still had one for sale over there and so i think he probably went and bought it because i walked back only a few minutes later 10 minutes later and it had gone so, so what does it do? What does it do? Is it as well, exciting it as nothing. you remember? It does what? nothing. Why? Because it's well, it needs more work on it. So it takes a battery. What do you mean? Which I haven't bought the battery for yet. So it takes a great big battery. How can like, you wait? I'd be so excited. Because I haven't got the remote control. So even oh. if it does, I won't be able to do anything. Oh. But my, my plans for it are that I would, um, I, mean, I guess that might make the tape player work at least, but I don't have any tapes. So I haven't got a tape to play yet. I've got tapes. So put, well, we could, maybe if you I, bring a tape up, we could play the tape I've with it. I've kept all my tapes. But my plan was to um, carefully take it apart and put modern electronics inside it. What? No, I want to know what it does by itself. You can't well, take it apart. It can go. It can get. It can move around. So it's got wheels. Yeah. And what else did it do? That's, I think that's it. Really. It that's do an awful it. Lot. 
yeah or it, it just moves around yeah it just moves i think you could program it to, to do movements so you could kind of what like dancing to your songs or something no because you can't really i don't think you're moving it maybe it can move its arms i'm not sure it looks like it might be able to move its <laughs> it just arms. moves forward and backwards yeah so i think and it's not very oh so is I think it, you could is maybe it like, like one of those school things you use in schools those beetle things or whatever they're called like um, the big track maybe or like is to teach kids coding and you can you, you teach them to go around in a square kind of thing yeah like go a forward little bit like that. And then right yeah in. so i think that was it you could sort of because i think you had to record onto the onto a tape so you would kind of put a tape into it and then you could what? you could sort of take it to the starting point and then sort of like guide it along where you wanted it to go and record that and then later you could replay it so you could do something like put a cup of orange juice in its hand in the kitchen and then press play and then it would sort of you know bounce along and sort of Ooh. hopefully go into the lounge they're worth a lot of money they yeah it looks like they're sort of somewhere between what about 60 to 100 pounds something like that some yeah, yeah. but um but that's in, it depends on what condition it is it, it, there's the worth a lot more if they have the you got remote the control. remote control there's a chat yeah. bot as well is that, you know that, that i don't know what i've seen a few there's a guy who online who's who's modded his and i think that's probably what i will do ah, so i'm thinking cool. I'll, put, I'll put modern <laughs> modern stuff in it so that it could do stuff and so you could you could then control it from your phone and things like that would be wow someone's selling that whole load of them ding bot crack bot verb verbot dust bot flip bot roby robot roby robot roby robot for 265 pounds for all of them what does the verbot do? Wow, he's one of them's got like a, I don't know, some kind of. Oh, the dust bot! <laughs> the dust bot's got like a tiny dust brush. <laughs> but like, surely it's not actually doing anything, unless it is um, a tiny vacuum cleaner. Well, I bet even if it is, it doesn't work well. Crackbot? Does the crackbot tell jokes? Oh no, it's got puzzles. I think. I don't know. And the verbot, maybe the verbot talks. Oh, there's one that's like a money box, or the Roby the robot. It looks like you put a coin in its hand and it eats it. <laughs> yeah, I think I knew someone who had that. It was it's like, amazing, yeah, it was like the fancy. appeal they had when we were children, like just how yeah. exciting they seemed. I do remember the look of that, just like seeing it in those catalogues that you. And there was a lot of stuff where there was these adverts. I feel like, I mean, maybe it's still the same. I don't know quite, I, haven't, I don't watch any TV really, so I don't really know, but they kind of, um, they were, it seemed like there's a lot of adverts which vastly overhyped how good the thing was. So you would kind of like, oh yeah, you know, it, it would sort of look like it could do all this amazing stuff. And, and then, because yeah. I, I know as well, I was most annoyed. There was some sort of present that I was given where it was a truck and it said it was remote control. Yeah. It wasn't. And that was the sneaky thing. It was remote control, not radio control. So it was the remote. It was still on a freaking wire. Oh. It was this like long trailing wire that connected to the truck. I had a remote like... control car. That was my favourite thing when I was a kid. I used yeah. to play with the boy next door. We both had a remote control car and we used to race them. That was my favourite thing. I can still remember the smell of it. Like had a really specific like rubber smell on the wheels and it was red and it was a chunky truck. I just loved it it was my favorite favorite thing i bet that was fairly expensive to know yeah i had a radio control car later but made a good yeah. noise as well Ooh. it's really good it was fun yeah 
there's a place in um, Crystal Palace where they race. They have a race track for radio controlled cars. Oh my lord! Nerds, but it's weird because oh we watch lord. it, and it's not like it's not like the way anyone who's had one as a kid uses it at all. Because as a kid, it's like spinning out of control and crashing all the time. Yeah. And they're not because they're just like all about trying to get the fastest lap time. So it's just getting sort of like perfectly. They're just going like that. It's more like watching Scare Electric, and it's just like, oh, this is weird. That yeah. it's kind of like the height of it is nothing actually. Like the it, it sort of seems so um, you know far away from what you kind of think of when you think of mm. radio controlled cars. Yeah. Ah, oh, very cool. Well, my find was not so exciting. It's just an armchair in a second hand. But I had the same thing where I went in thinking, wasn't looking for one, but I it was the shop that where we saw that old computer. And right. we have lots of sofas and things. I think we were looking at the sofas when we went in there. And I kind of always am like, hmm, I don't know, maybe there'll be, maybe there'll be a sofa or like a chair that I can find. And they literally just one by the door. And I was like, that looks really comfy. I'm just going to sit down on it. And I was like, fuck, this is really nice. And then I just bought it. <laughs> it's quite exciting. Yeah, because I was fantasizing about the robot actually when I was in that shop. I didn't mention it, I didn't think. But it's kind of weird. It's almost like a sort of life goal to kind of have one. And now I'm just like, oh. Yeah, now what? Fulfilled. I don't know. Don't yeah, know. that's the yeah. only thing when you mm. get things. And then you're just like, oh, okay, what now? Yeah, the reality. No, if you were really strange. rich, it would probably be like that. You'd just be like, well, what now? Yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of strange. It's like, yeah, as a kid, you kind of have often all these sorts of fantasies like that. And then it's mm. kind of like, and as an adult, it's not so clear in a way. You know, it's kind of like yeah. you know, as a kid, sort of having some particular toy or something is kind of like just the best imaginable thing in the entire world ever. And Well, now it's you, like, a house with a garden or like an ab yeah. or abstract things of like the perfect relationship or you know yeah <laughs> like yeah and you just yeah and then you but there is still that thing I think that like how would you know when you had it because nothing would be perfect so you'd sort of have some element of it but would you be then satisfied or yeah maybe not that kind of what's the word also that sort of um hedonic treadmill as they say where you know you mm. kind of whatever you have you're always kind yeah, of wanting mm. or yeah keeps you going though I suppose if you don't have yeah. any aspirations it's hard yeah right we should um talk about the minute back yes. on um the old science asleep um quick recap of where we've gone to so far for us mainly uh so <laughs> gosh, i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to do it so stefan has come back home presumably after his dad has died we're not sure oh, this is a big recap okay yeah um yes. <laughs> to paris and he is in his mum's apartment but we haven't seen her yet oh yes we have we have seen no, her no, we've yeah, just, yeah we've had to, we just had dinner with her yeah but then that's weird Actually, I haven't thought about that. Has she come back to the apartment or is this? No, we think this is where her he was there alone. Is. Oh, so she's just got this flat in Paris, but she's yeah. living somewhere else. But all her stuff is there. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that before. It's not there. It's not the same flat, is it? Well, it's weird because it's also, no, no, I don't think so. 
Um, because she's also sure calling him up and seeing, yeah. getting him a job and things. Yeah. Maybe and, she's um, just. Hmm. Yeah, and then, uh, well, and um, but it's, it's the the flat has his childhood things in, so we think this, yeah. this must have been a flat she lived in in the past. Yeah, he must have yeah. grown up there. Yeah. And then he's got she, his mum's got him this job in this place that makes calendars and it's a really shitty job and he's just photocopying, but he wants to be making his calendars of disasters. And yeah. he's got this creepy boss who's just ridiculous. Um, and they went out. And so then he met. Wait, how did he even meet the names? Now I can't remember. Oh, the piano. He was helping Stephanie, the neighbor, move in. But for some reason, didn't tell her that he was living next door. Hmm. And then tried to get her friend's number. But then hung out with Stephanie and they had a little weird bonding moment of their shared so no <laughs> imagination fantasies uh of making a boat and she makes little felt things and then and now he seems to be like into stephanie and like feeling really embarrassed that he like asked for zoe's number and he's kind of messed it up and they yeah. went out to some bar and they all got drunk but nothing happened Oh, he snogged some girl, um, but we don't think he slept with her because he went home alone. And then he had his weird, and he has these weird dreams. Is that about right? Yeah, the weirdest bit still, I feel, is like how he got into this thing of not telling them yeah. that he was their neighbor. Because it's, yeah. it was also because it's like the piano was falling downstairs in the stairwell of their apartment. So it's like, why would he be in the stairwell of their apartment? I <laughs> know. I know. And like, what? why was he sort of, it's like he was sort of embarrassed because his mum's the landlord. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, but, no, that was right. That was it. Because they, yeah, they said about the, the landlady being, so she obviously owns more than one apartment. Yeah. But, but then. Why was, why was he embarrassed? Because well, she said something mean, didn't she? She said something like that. Well, they made a hole in the wall as well. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't mind. I don't know. It's strange. But I guess that's the kind of life, isn't it? Sometimes, you know, you, yeah. you do some sort of little small thing and you don't really think about it and then it causes all these annoying Well, I think as well because he's not very good with women, obviously, and he's fancy mm. Zoe and he was just really crap at, like, knowing what to say or do. Also, his French is really bad, so he was, like, struggling to sort of be interesting. And then... oh, Because he made up where he worked as well. Oh, no, they did. Mm. No, he did. he did as well. He lied and they lied. Yeah, I guess the whole thing is about like fantasies and dreams and they're like making stuff up and what is reality. Like he, he's not very clear on what's reality and what's not. Yeah. So in the last one, he has good trapped some kind of sleep machine where he strapped his eyelid to a tape recorder of himself talking about things. Yeah. And it was interesting as well because, yeah, so Gerard was... I, th I think that bit was weird because I was kind of around the family table and um, mm. Gerard is sort of saying about how your eyes follow your mm. dreams. Talking about Ariel. and But he is like, maybe he's having a bit of a daydream at that point or maybe do you think oh. he thinks about it later? Or is because, it because he said that, so that's why he made the machine? Yeah, well, because he says, um, he says, he sort of realises in his sort of dream TV studio, he's like, oh, he can, so he's like, he can move his eyes in his sleep. And he's like, oh, no more sleeping slavery. 
which was oh, interesting. I forgot that. And I noted that down, but okay. it becomes relevant in this minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so he, he sort of has taped that straw to his eyelid. And then so, <laughs> so what I didn't quite as well get was, was he... So the, the tape player is then triggered by the eyelid. Yeah, it's he sort of like it's just what he's saying as he dreams. I think it's the other way around. I think he's like he's pre-recorded things he wants to dream about. Yeah, yeah, that's it. His own voice is kind of going to then give him mm. this kind of material. Is it a bit like your dream. lucid yeah. dream experiments where you're like, I'm trying to like decide what I'm going to dream kind of thing? Yeah, maybe a bit, about that yeah. It's weird. I still think about this a lot because I have quite a few friends. I mean, I know you have this as well. Sometimes I well, no, I've been getting it. Where insomnia, where you just can't get to sleep. Yeah, and horrible. it's strange. It's such a huge. It's such like so many. Almost everyone experiences it. I think at some point in their life, and a lot of people get it quite regularly and badly. Yeah, and it's strange, isn't it? I mean, it's just weird because it's like we want to sleep and we need to sleep. Yeah, but there's not much. I mean, there's like drugs that can kind of make you sleep, but it's not a real sleep in a way. It's more like they just sort of knock you out. Mm. um yeah it's weird that we don't have I think you do eventually because you you just have to but it would be not enough and it just feels Mm. very stressful but you because if you literally stopped yourself from sleeping or dreaming then you get really ill but when you have insomnia you do eventually you have like micro sleeps and you do you and you have a horrible thing when I had the worst insomnia that I had where I literally didn't sleep for days and I mean that was so horrific I haven't had that for so long was like 25 years ago wasn't and I can just remember being like you get in such a panic like you get like adrenaline rushes because you sort of be like counting the hours down because it would be like right well it's been two hours but that's still okay because you know I could be falling asleep now and then you get this thing where you're like almost asleep but then it's almost like you think yes I'm falling asleep and then that triggers your awaking thing like you think about it and then mm. once you're aware of the fact that you're falling asleep, then you don't. And then it would just keep going on like that until you get in like such a state because you're like, shit, I haven't fallen asleep. And now it's four o'clock in the morning. And now I've only got three hours to go until I have to get up. And then you'd just be counting down and it would just it would start getting light. But I think in that, the weird thing in that time is you'd have dreams. I remember I'd have like dreams that were like where your thoughts go weird, but you haven't right. fallen asleep. Right. But you have like a trail of thought. And then you come to and you realize, yeah, that that train of thought did like did not make any sense. Like that was my mind dreaming. So I think the body does it. It's like we've got we've got to have something. <laughs> so that's I, weird. Yeah. Yeah, because I find it weird how much I can dream in a short time. I mean, I know everyone sort yeah. of know that there, but it's sort of that I quite like afternoon naps and sort of like if I have a nap for just because I set a timer for 15 minutes. I can't do it. And I can honestly fall asleep in less than that. So I fall you asleep at around fall... about, yeah. So I fall asleep around about minute. But you um, fall asleep sometimes... quite quickly though, don't you? I do, yeah. I mean, sometimes what happens is I'll wake up. I've, I've fallen asleep, had a, a little sleep and a, and a little dream mm. and and wake up all before the timer goes off, even at 15 minutes. So I wake up I and don't know how like, you I do... get up and I'm like, it's around nap... 13 minutes or something. Like I'm like really tired in the afternoon, I'll lie down, but I won't actually fall asleep. I'll just be like, yeah, just lying there. Like I've, I've had a few um... dreams as well recently as well, where there's like very specific things. And I want to be like, is this thing real? Like there was this really fancy car in my dream. And I was like, is that even a real brand? Or have oh. I just... Did I just make it up? Because I was like, if I made that up in my dream, I was like, 
That's a <laughs> so, nice car. I was like, I should have made more like drawings of it. And sort of, you know, if I could do 3D renders on the internet, I could be like, look at this amazing car I made. And they'll be like, wow, that's the greatest. And it's like, yeah, it came to me in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's but lots of claims, name. isn't there, of things, people writing yeah. things in their dreams. But I don't, that's more like, yeah, sometimes I don't believe that. Like it's kind of like daydreams. It was like a sort of peachy yellow color. And really Ooh, round. That doesn't look very nice. No, it was it was cool, and okay. it had it's it's um, the name of the car was four letters. Oh, but uh, it was something like Mob or something like that. Maybe I don't <laughs> know M O A B. I don't know. There's some sort of weird name I hadn't heard of. Cool. But yeah, there's been things like that. I feel like it would be good. I, I don't know. Maybe I should have the dictaphone by my bed again so that I can half mm. asleep, sort of you know, yell out a few details <laughs> for future. Yeah, like, anyway, sorry, we haven't talked anyway, about the, the yeah. minute at all, have we? No. So in this minute, this minute um, yes. he's got he's been he's in his dream with his tape recording thing, and we see him in the office, um, in his in his dream state, and he's yelling at all the co-workers. I've forgotten all of their names. What's the woman's name? Martine. Martine, that's it. And Serge, is it? Serge, yeah. Serge and Guy. Um and they're all, what did he, what did he say? So like, they were like apologizing. They're like, what can we do? What can we do? Yeah, yeah. he says, um, please give us our world back. I mean, your world yeah. will do anything. So, cause yeah. we'll, Oh, cause he's made it go minute, crazy. Yeah. He, he sort of, he crashed a plane, the plane crashed into the moon, um, oh. which then exploded. And then yeah. the volcano sort of rose up. But then he's kind of saying, no, let's stop coming down. And the volcano kind of disappears. Mm. And, and then we're here and and um and he says to them, and this is where it makes sense is he says they will do anything and he's like okay don't make me work like a slave again yeah and you're like oh, i see so it's that's what he wanted he just wanted yeah to that's the connection in his the slavery in his in his dreams which he kind of is a sort of slavery because he's not actually getting paid but um is he or, not you know well he's, well he's in his dream so it's like oh it's not a real yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's he's kind of is forced into it in a way that but he feels like that in his I know he feels job. like it in his in his waking job. You can kind of sort of you can see the argument of the like the degree of agency you I mean, maybe do or don't have in a dream. Not that bad. He's a bit bratty. Like it is a bit. Yeah, that's it's true. Not that yeah. hard a job. Yeah, slavery is probably Fairly too, easy. too strong a term really for his working <laughs> in an office. Yeah, just slightly. Um, but they're all like groveling and saying, "Oh, what yeah. can we do? What can we do?" And then he turns around to the window and he kind of like conducts the world. Yeah, sort of a big sort of load of bulldozers come and refresh the land off, which I guess is the sort of post post volcano land. Yeah, and then oh, they okay. start putting up all these buildings, sort Do... of made of cardboard. Did we figure it out? The music is it the Strokes? It sounds so like the Strokes. Yeah, it sounded like it. Um, well, that would be about the right time I think, for out. them. Yeah, uh, and he's kind of like he speaks in Spanish, and he's and then he's sort of muttering to himself and kind of like to kind of to the music. And it's like this amazing cardboard animation. It's all toilet rolls, mm. isn't it? Like mm. I think pretty much everything, um, or like cardboard tubes, and there's like bulldozers yeah, so sort of, and then cranes, and buildings being kind of constructed, and then it goes yeah. into this, the Miru uh, Motors factory. Yeah, there's a lot of this Miru. Uh, mm. That's his I name, isn't it? Oh, that's why then. Okay, because mm. interestingly. Um, yeah, and there is actually a, a station called because uh, it's then Miro Mesnel Mesnel uh, train station, and there is a Miro's Mesnel, but it's without the O U X. It's just uh, O oh. 
mirror like the um the artist um and talking yeah, really of loved, like but sorry yeah <laughs> well, i really loved the, the factory as well yeah just, like, really good animation there with all the little parts and the so cool. cardboard robot arms doing making their cars well i was just gonna say like talking of being a kid and like those things that you fantasize about this is such a kid dream like yeah so cool like making a whole working because it's properly working like there's a conveyor belt with little cardboard cars being constructed with with robots that like animate that put little cardboard parts onto the cars it's so cool and it sort of moves around i don't know if that's if the conveyor belt is stop motion or if they made a working sort of thing that moved no i think it's i think it's um, stop motion so they just moved it along yeah yeah it's very cool um and he's getting like really into it like he's conducting this sort of thing and he's like working up to crescendo or something and he's really happy um and then he like turns around does he or they come and stand next to him like watching the world being built and then they're kind of like oh all hail or praise be what do they call him um I didn't write down they're kind of just, like oh praise to you in the new world okay and then he's like no stop that shit it's getting creepy <laughs> yeah um yeah it was yeah it's a good wild minute wasn't it yeah so i um, guess it's like showing that he feels i mean it's sort of obvious but he just feels a bit out of control like he's sort of like childlike and he feels like he's got no control in his life and he wants authority he's got no authority yeah so this is him asserting his authority in his dream well but then not sort of retracting it you know he doesn't want yeah. He's almost immediately like after he's reconstructed the world. Yeah. He's... Why is it why is it creepy? Yeah. Well, it's just them that are being creepy. Yeah. I mean they are quite creepy. <laughs> yeah. Everything they're wearing, I always notice what people are wearing, and I've probably said about it before, but it just looks so shabby and like of that time. Like they're kind of like especially as they're in an office. Like Martine's wearing sort of like worn out flared trousers and kind of like just sort of everything's just sort of like muted and a bit kind of like mm. like yeah a bit shabby well, they're not very know. smart no no they're not very really smart i agree yeah yeah Serge is in a kind of old jumper and cords, yeah looks like. and their hair i mean i think like they've, been, they've and... been like that the whole time yeah i mean i think also I don't know, maybe this is how people are dressing in Well, France, that's what I was wondering. Well. Is it just the time? Perhaps as in well? 2006. I and mean, I think it is perhaps looking a bit deliberately. Uh, if someone was in an office now in a film, they would not be wearing that scruffy, I feel. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Are they scruffier than earlier as well? I mean, there's quite a lot of the dresses, all a bit strange, isn't it? Because also, I was just looking, flicking back, and Gerard's kind of weird leather waistcoat is over over a shirt that is buttoned up is also <laughs> strange fashion choice well yeah and stefan's just constantly wearing this maroon suit yeah. that doesn't fit him of his dad everyone seems to be wearing it because his, his mum mm. is wearing this oversized cardigan so um and i guess it's just like an office that makes calendars like you don't need to be mm. <laughs> and that's there's nothing more to say really is there well, that, that was, one very efficient. 
<laughs> Which is what what listeners crave. Because <laughs> they're really craving it. <laughs> Just getting to the end of this damn film. <laughs> um, I've been listening to Skin Tings from Skin from Skunk and Nancy because they had, I don't quite know why, for some reason Radio 6 was playing late at night. Yeah. Um, what's that, th- that's that thing they have late at night where it's sort of something to do with... Late, is it the no, first time or something like that? I think it's the first time oh, where yeah, they're yeah, asking yeah. artists about how they got into stuff. And um, mm. I know, I just like her voice and she just sort of oh. was, sounds really animated. And so, and I mentioned this to Joe, and she was like, I bet she's got a podcast and looks it up and she does. Oh, started listening to that. But it was interesting because oh. listening from the beginning, because I think again, she started this maybe in lockdown times, although she also, it seems, was doing it with Absolute Radio. So it was a bit of a strange mix because it sort of sounded a bit kind of, you know, you're just getting into the swing of things. I mean, it's kind of interesting because if you're a celebrity, you, you know, you can also just call on your amazing celebrity friends immediately mm. to kind of interview them. So, so yeah, it's like exactly. she starts off by being like, well, you know, interviewing Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins and, right. um, and Blondie. The Blondie one was interesting as well because she was sort of, said how mm. that it was her that kind of got seeing her on top of the pops made her want to be a pop star and oh, what's it called like, wow that's a Podcast? big deal uh skin tings t-i-n-g-s oh, yeah but yeah i was enjoying that I don't know. Any, anything you've been listening to which you enjoyed um i have been listening to well more like watching and listening to which i really want you to watch but i don't know if you have any apple if you have apple tv <laughs> I can't remember if you've got any Apple products or anything. I have have this Apple laptop that can make. Well, you can go on it then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the um, TV show Severance, which is just fucking amazing, is the best thing ever. (laughs) Like it's so. Loads of people have been talking about it. Yeah, you would be interested. I think I'd like you to watch it and we talk about. But um, I mean, listen to a podcast with them talking about that, and they're quite smart, Um, and. Um, yeah not that many now and uh, and and don't panic the uh hitchhikers lads have made well they made one new one hopefully they can do some others they made a new episode on um holidays so should i do a free trial of apple tv for a bit so maybe what i need to do yeah. is like find a time when i can exploit yeah, this free trial to the max and then there's cancel it immediately afterwards because all the episodes are there and there's nine episodes they're fairly long okay. um it's the kind of thing that you want to watch again once you've watched it because oh, really? every single detail oh, is like a clip yeah it's very in-depth yeah, it's, it's, if you want to nerd out on something, it's something to nerd out on. If you can't be bothered to to, to get into, um, yeah, but I love nerding out on things. And it's there's like actually a lot that, you know, because sometimes people do and there's not really enough to warrant it. But this is like very well thought out. So there's like quite a lot to like the Reddit discussions are just amazing. <laughs> just right. so good. <sighs> I watched Elvis at the oh, cinema. Oh, I wanted to go and see that. Was it good? I wasn't that taken with it. Oh, okay. I mean, it was interesting. I, I presume it's a fairly accurate retelling of his of the events that it covers. But it was and the thing as well, which was weird enough put into me, mm. is having a fat, evil Tom Hanks. 
I know it people just, are just, yeah because it just so doesn't lovely. feel right yeah mm. so you're just kind of like I mean it's also a bit strange because certainly early on you're kind of given he sort of tends to the impression that he's this kind of quite racist right bad person what well, Elvis they, or no no his man manager yeah Colonel Tom Parker is it and um yeah but then that bit isn't is kind of just sort of ignored or a bit sort of glossed over, so we're a bit unclear about that. I mean, it's interesting here generally. I mean, I'd, I'd be interested to hear, yeah, what people think about the kind of racial aspects of it because it kind of doesn't avoid it entirely, but it doesn't really address things particularly. It just sort of says, well, we've had a lot of kind of inspiration and perhaps. I can't remember what Mark Kermode said about it because he did mention that, ah, but he had hmm. some kind of thing because he really loved it. So I, but I can't remember. You have to listen to it. But um, I think you have to love a Baz Luhrmann spectacular. And yes, I don't think I'm know. a big Baz. No. I feel like everything I watch, every time I watch a new Baz Luhrmann film, I like him less. I like <laughs> I some. Like it peaked with Strictly yeah. Ballroom. And not others. Like I love Romeo and Juliet. Like I, I now I have it. to teach it, and I've seen right. it now about fifty times. It's just too many to see any film. Yeah. It's still good. Like I just yeah, and some things just work, but I don't like. Does it Moulin Rouge that he did? Yeah, I watched that again. I I liked it the first time around. I was like, oh, I don't like it. Now. Yeah, but but the I guy think it made it give a good impression. But then actually, when you watched it as a film, a I was like, it doesn't. Yeah, but um. The guy who played it looks very beautiful, so that was the reason I was, <laughs> was like, he looks pretty fine. Um, he plays Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. And does a good job, apparently. Yeah, and he realised it was, it was a just, a, it was, so it was an interesting sort of hear about it, because I mean, I didn't know that much about Elvis, and I still don't know, you don't end up knowing a, a lot, but you kind of, mm. um, you know, sort of interesting sort of straightforwardness of his. Mm. life and being sort of captivated by Colonel Tom but others it seems as well and, and that this is that that's what they broadly attribute is the reason why he he didn't tour because oh. or didn't tour the world and got stuck in Vegas. I didn't I didn't know that he didn't <laughs> mm, yeah never never toured oh so that's sorry spoilers for people who didn't know that he <laughs> tour or who haven't yet seen the film yeah all right that concludes <laughs> Um, bit disappointing great great note to end on yeah see you listeners see you later <laughs> <laughs>